Welcome, welcome back to Brunch with me, Noreen Mayer, on this Tuesday morning. And since it's Tuesday, you know it. We're going to be talking about food and a bit of chewing, chew, chew, chew for Tuesday. So I'd like to welcome back on the program the one and the only Andrew Dambina. Andrew, good morning to you. Good morning to you, Noreen. How are you doing? I'm good, thank you. I hear you're a bit under the weather. Thanks for braving the, 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 oh. the, the I don't know, the germs? The airwaves. <laughs> Yeah, airwaves, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, thanks. I mean, I, I've just—it's it's consecutive uh, flus and colds going around at the moment. A lot of it, a lot of it around. But um, yeah, I uh, won't. Uh, oh, I won't no. linger on that. Yeah. Well, you've got something very interesting. I've posted some pictures on Facebook, and I'd really love our listeners to hop onto Facebook if you haven't done so already. Noreen Mayer on RTHK Radio Three, and just check out just the sheer number of photos Andrew has sent over to me this uh, morning. I got a bit carried away. Yeah, sorry about that. <laughs> Clocking up your uh, your gallery or or space storage space there. There was um, uh, there, there there were a lot of examples of a trend. I'll dive straight into the first the first to- of, of, of two topics really today, um, which is when is a cake not a cake? Well, um, when it doesn't look like one, except. It is a cake. Um, that's, that's, that's a very confused way of explaining it. Basically, there is a trend globally for making cakes that look like other objects. They are so realistic looking that they're almost like a sculpture that happens to be edible. And it's a thing. It's a thing that bakers around the world, um, uh, in some parts of the world, have got into doing. Um, that's, and that's why I'm... Co- uh, covering it today. Actually, I'll tell you why. What prompted this idea um, is that you know how it was your I, okay, birthday, you... wasn't it? Uh, Did well, you get that, one for your that, birthday? No, I wish I had. Actually, I have to have a word with Mrs. D. That was ridiculous that she didn't get me something that looked like a I don't know, like a, foot, a football or something. That, or yeah, a hat. That, oh, that, yeah. <laughs> imagine that. I mean, that would be very cool, wouldn't it? If you got something. Basically, listeners, if you're not sure what we're talking about, the icing is put around a sponge sandwich that you would have normally in a cake that will have some other icing between layers, classically made sponge birthday cake. But the icing that covers the whole thing is so well crafted, um, even with paint brushes doing different tones of things. Some of the examples that I sent Noreen, for example, my, my, my favourite one that I sent you, Noreen, was a steak on a chopping board with a knife. And all of these things that I've just described are what appear to be those things. Actually, it's it's sculpted with icing and food colouring, which then... So, for example, the chopping board that a raw steak is on. So the raw steak has... Um, sorry, you know, vegans uh, listening, I'll get on to some other brilliant sculptures soon. But this one, actually, the thing that impresses me most is not the red and white fat veined steak that is on the board it's the board itself because there are some scuff marks from previous use there's a there's an icing there's a knife made out of icing which looks uh probably the least realistic of the it looks fairly realistic but what looks super realistic is the scuff marks or the scratch marks when you've cut something on a board whether it's vegetable or meat and you leave a um a lighter line because you're cutting away some of that wood varnish that's on the top it just looks amazing that detail and i would have loved it had i been given something like um um, a hat which is something that you said noreen one of the examples that i sent noreen um is 
a an amazingly worked knitted hat, like a beanie hat, um, which has the stitching like the, uh, uh, the 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 knitted wool that just looks. I mean, wouldn't you? think that is so lifelike, Noreen. Oh, totally. Like, I knew they were cakes because I've seen them before, but you know, okay. they just don't even look like cakes. I mean, right. the, one that, the one that really caught my eye was the baked beans. I mean, beans on toast oh, is just yeah. a classic. That's... It just looks like, I mean, the detail of the toast uh, of the ice, mm. uh, well, the toast, and then you've got like the little beans on it. They actually look like beans. I'm sure they're just maybe like jelly beans or I don't know. And then you've got that sort of um, orangey sauce, you know, the tomato sauce that you get from the baked beans and it's a cake yeah, I, it's a cake I, 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 it is and so i think that in that case that was from a that's a british uh cake maker who tends to go for quite uk centric things the beans on the toast and the uh the orange um like tomato baked bean sauce is made from jelly and so it's um so he's he's combined a few different things there and the beans are made out of icing sugar so they are they're not he hasn't taken i mean it would be quicker to find sweets that might be the right size candies or jelly beans but he's kind of gone the whole hog there another one i didn't send you the before and after of the beans on toast but i sent you the after because i wanted you to see the slice cut out of it where there's a very dark chocolate cake mm. to me i wouldn't i wouldn't say no to it but it just looks very very weird to have a slice out of two a slice of cake that's pulled out for yeah. this photo this I, is, I, I look I get that yeah. point, yeah, because you, you expect like a certain flavour when you're having the said beans on toast and then you have it, yeah, it's messes. just a chocolate cake. It messes it's with you. It's going to mess with your head, isn't it? <laughs> you know, with your expectations of taste from from sight, yeah. Um, and smell. Imagine, you know, if you've got the, the smell of that chocolate cake. Another one the by potato. the same artist. Is it the potato? Yes. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. So yeah. Weird. I mean, don't they look super hyper-realistic, yeah? Yeah. I mean, it's, they, 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 they really could be the real thing. So much work has gone into scuffing and the different kind of um, deterioration that you get typically, like pock marks on, on potatoes. Um, and, uh, and another one that you did, very UK-centric, is a sausage bap, like a bun, which is... Um, uh, and I sent you the one again of this sausage uh, um, bun or bread roll, which has been cut in half to reveal sponge and icing inside. If you had seen it and you still can see part of the exterior, it's the level of um, blending so of the colour where the a baked, a baked bun is, is a bit brown. It goes to a white shade. The, it looks so the, soft. Um, yeah, yeah. And also he puts glaze on the icing, which is like a shiny, um, uh, transparent liquid to make things sheen. And so there's a sheen on the sausage as well. Sorry, I, I'm trying to be as descriptive as possible here, listeners, but uh, it's not that I think that this is um, some avid art creation. You're not suddenly listening to arting around, but it's, uh, <laughs> but it's just that the, the, amount, the amount of work that's gone into it. There's also an eggplant that's cut in half and the sheen on that one. The art, I mean, it is, it is kind of a, a sort of an art, really. It's edible art. So... Um, that is something that is a big trend. The reason that I did uh, decide to talk about it today as part of um, the Tuesday chat is because, no, it's not because it was my birthday and I didn't get one of these cakes. It's because in my Facebook uh, stream, anyone who uses Facebook or some other social media will know that the algorithm of that social media platform detects things that you 
often look at in terms of topics and food and drink uh, are things that I do look at on social media. And so Facebook threw in uh, something from America, which was the first one that we started off with, the knitted hat and the uh, can of soup by the fam- most famous soup maker in the world, chicken, a chicken noodle soup. And they looked like little, they looked like, um, I could tell they weren't 100% real, they looked like sculptures of the real thing. Um, and um, yes, they, they put this, if you want to have a look at this person, I'm going to give her a shout out. Her name is OKC Cake Lady, OKC Cake Lady. And um, I, she may be on Instagram as well, I would imagine she is, but I saw her on Facebook. And the... Um, uh, the Brit, the British one. I will uh, just see if I can find. In fact, I, th- I think I deliberately. Well, his name is Chris Childs. Um, so and um, yeah, there are a few in the UK as well. There's another guy that does um, food fruits like the pineapple. They don't always look 100% real, but I think um, it's just that they at first glance look real. I'm sure if you received one of those, you'd be wowed by it. There's even a sort of instant noodles one, which is uh, um, a tattoo artist is, um, uh, is responsible for, for that one. Um, his name is Ben Cullen, not to be confused with the uh, <laughs> presenter. Speaks, that yes. is, that is, yeah, that's on, that's on uh, Alison Howe's uh, program. He moonlights as a and, cake uh, artist, yes. Yeah, a... yeah, I thought he was a fitness guy, but apparently he just I mean, probably eats a lot cake. of cake after yeah. he's made cake sculptures, yeah. Oh, well. I'll send him, I'll send him some of these cakes. <laughs> no, yeah. he's on a really strict regime at the moment, so I don't think he'll be eating too many cakes. I, 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 I yeah. think he always is, isn't he? Because, I mean, he was doing, I remember in the... Uh, what was the name of the program that was televised and also on the, on the radio? Yes, but, but, uh, all being well. All being well, exactly. And he was taking through. He was always the guy. Actually, he did really well, I think, to be able to continue his um, spoken word description of exercises while doing it because it was being televised, being filmed. I That's know. quite something to do. Amazing. Because some of it was quite cardio challenging shall we say yeah. but he managed to do it do you remember when tim Littlechild also used to do some of the you know challenges and stuff but i'm oh, not yes. sure if tim would be able to oh no tim was pretty fit didn't he run a couple of marathons as well he did, did he, he certainly yeah. did some uh, some distance running i can't remember if he did uh, an actual marathon tim Littlechild, listeners just in case you didn't hear him years ago and it's been some years since he went off the air on radio three he had a weekend program um, which was on, he was on Saturday and Sunday. And before that, he was doing the um, the education department's... Uh, Sunday kids, Smile. Uh, for Sunday Smile, I should remember that. Legend, uh, my, absolute uh, my legend. My son actually went on that programme. Yeah. No, no nepotism at all, it was random. <laughs> so, um, moving on to the next uh, part of today's Tuesday... Uh, theme-wise, there is, um, or there was last week, a big show in Las Vegas of international innovations for 2024 in technology, things that can be used both in the industry world and in the domestic world. And my focus, because there was a lot of coverage in various global media on this, was in what is new in uh, domestic food and drink smart technology that is set to be launched this year. Um, And uh, a lot of them include AI 
elements, not surprisingly, is taking over in every aspect of life. There's some pretty wacky stuff out there, and I've got five here, which I'm sure we will have time to have a bit of a chat about. So the photos which I've sent to you, Noreen, are... Um, they certainly need some explanation. They, I, I sent them along. They're not all as kind of beautiful looking as the cakes that look like other things, but they, uh, but I sent them along for reference, really. So, um, first up to mention is a new smart grill from a U.S. Uh, company, a barbecue unit uh, company that, that would previously do the old school gas fired non tech type of uh, type of barbecue um, grill stations that you would put in an outdoor area if you had one and um, they, they are called brisket and brisk <laughs> is spelt b-r-i-s-k and the next word is it and i think they're a new company because brisk it is like a brisket of beef uh, a certain cut of beef but they're making a little pun there. I'm, I'm really hammering this one home in case people haven't got it, but it's uh, like, uh, like, like brisk IT. Oh, yeah. oh, yes. Yeah. Yes. yeah. Nice. Uh, instead of ET, how you'd spell the cut of meat, they've got IT at the end. Clever, right? Eh? <laughs> so so um, there, there is a, a quite a dark picture because it's a black unit, and so sometimes it's hard to photograph things that are black. I know this because my lovely dog is always um, being just looks like a blob when I photograph him. Can't really see his face very clearly features. But in the case of this barbecue barrel, which is like a cylinder, um, it basically it has like so many things are these days with new refrigerators, the computerized interface on them, a screen that's inbuilt. But the point is, um, it can do, um, it can be loaded with certain preferences. So if you like your steak well done, or if you like your chicken drumsticks, or your grilled vegetables, skewers, or whatever you are cooking, or your veggie burgers, or whatever, or, or your meat burgers, or whatever they are, it gets to know it has a, a something called generative AI technology which learns your favorite usages and it will suggest to you if you put something in only once before it'll ask you if you want to save it but if, if you're happy with that way of cooking it so that you can really take it easy now I, I as I'm saying this I think is it, is it does that take some of the fun out of cooking or barbecuing. What do you think, Noreen? Yeah, so um, one thing that comes to mind is the thermo mixer. Have you heard of the thermo mixer before? It's huge in Australia. It's a machine where it gives you recipes and you literally throw in the ingredients into it. Um, uh, you know, uh, it, it tells you 500 grams of white flour and then 300 grams of cheese and then 100 mi milliliters of milk. Okay, I'm not sure what I'm making there. But then it'll come out with a lasagna or something like that. Uh, oh, and, and, you know, sounded, it sounded more like it was going to be a cake for a moment, but okay, <laughs> lasagna. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Right. So it's, uh, yeah, uh, does it take out the fun from cooking? Sort of, but does it make it more straightforward and then it makes it sort of, you know, if you're working full time and you just chuck everything in like that and tells you what to do and it comes out with some yummy food it still feels rewarding you know it, it, yeah. it is good as long as long as it can't be hacked by your colleagues or boss <laughs> who can then say uh, come up on the screen saying stop messing around with your cooker i asked you to get this done by today <laughs> exactly yeah, something like that <laughs> yeah 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 it's 
no, it's, it, it's, I think it, it is good, but, but it partially might take the fun out of things. Um, a bit like we've lost the art of letter writing because of emails and texting and stuff like that, or even speaking to people on the phone. I mean, this is one of the few phone calls I have every week, Noreen, speaking to you right now, because, uh, because mostly uh, communications are all by, um, you know, sort of messaging, aren't they? So it's... Uh, um, just, uh, I just thought I'd throw in that very serious uh, thought for people to consider. Anyway, moving on. Sorry, it's um, called a thermomix, that... not a thermomixer. A thermomixer is something completely something else that people use in labs, <laughs> like <laughs> scientific. Thermomix is a, it's an all-in-one cooking robot. That's what it is, Anders. I'll send yeah, you a link actually, later. Yeah, that's, um, that, actually, that's something I remember you talking about. I'd kind of heard of it, but I looked into it after you mentioned it once, and that, that does look really hyper-smart what it can do. Yeah. Very expensive. Um, you can't just buy it, apparently. You need to join some sort of like a group uh, to buy it. One of that's the... right, yeah. yeah. I did see that when I looked into it. Yeah, they kind of catch you into a sort of membership thing, which isn't great, is it? No. If you just want to have, just... A, have an implement that you use, it's all about profiteering. Anyway, um, moving on to another one. Um, there is a fast way of making ice cream with a new... Uh, um, a, a new gadget, Gizmo, that's come out, which um, claims to be able to make ice cream in two minutes. And guess what? That's because it has certain set programming and you can add your own flavours and so on. Now, I'm not sure I like the sound of this because it's going to go the way of a certain very popular coffee maker and, um, and its imitators that came out after it, where you put a pod into the machine and it will then... Um, it will read the code, like a QR code, um, in effect, on that pod, and it will dispense your ice cream because it has the ability just to pump out a, a soft-serve ice cream. And I, th I sent a photo of this one. I just, was looking like... at it. It looks incredible. I'd love... I, instead of a coffee I mean... machine at home, I'd love an ice cream machine at home. Yeah, that'd be dangerous, wouldn't it? <laughs> and it's, um, but it's dangerous on many counts. I mean, of course, it does make things i think it can use non-dairy cream that's good for people that don't that have a lactose intolerance or want to watch the calories of which there are more in dairy um and it can also make um it can also use yogurt and it can make sorbets so that's pretty good actually isn't it um another thing it mentions which uh would be uh, uh not not something for everyone would be alcohol infused ice creams does sound good for a special occasion or if people are drinkers maybe now and then and it can also make your your protein shakes but i think what it is is that you're going to end up having to buy certain um pods uh you know from the from the company that fit because you won't be able to do it another way. This is the way it works. So like when those coffee makers first came out, uh, uh, before there were imitation pods that, that fit into exactly the same size, um, you know, it, it, was, it was costing a lot more than a normal one. However, if people can afford it, it's a bit of a luxury to have on the countertop, isn't it? So um, next up, uh, and I am watching the time. I might have only time for one or two more. Actually, I'll tell you, the fourth one, that I wanted to have, and I had uh, I had um, three more to get through, but I might just uh, talk about this one. It's a smoker, and I mean for smoking either meat or vegetable or fish that can be used indoors. And there's a picture of it. It looks like a large countertop oven, and it is 
a way for people to smoke indoors and the smoke all stays within the unit. There is a special sealed off area that you can kind of pull out a drawer when something is done, which has rubber or silicon protecting the smoke from getting out. And there is a, uh, there is a way I haven't found the actual way that, 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 that the smoke eventually gets dissipated, but I think there's something inside it that absorbs the, uh, the crystals, like a pad at the bottom of the oven, but I don't know what the actual material is made of that takes away the odour, and eventually, of course, you will be disposing of those. Let's hope that those are mm. in some way biodegradable, but I haven't got a clue. Environmentally friendly, wasn't it? Yeah. yeah, I haven't got a clue. So there were two others I didn't get to, um, Noreen, but I think that we probably are about time up, aren't we? You have right. So maybe we can save it for another day. Maybe we'll quickly sure. pick up on uh, with it next week, because I'm sure some people will be heading to our Facebook to, to have a look at the pictures. Well, meanwhile, thank you so much once again, Andrew, for your time and get well soon. And I look forward to chatting with you more uh, next week. Thank you so much. Thanks, Marion. Have a good week yourself. Bye for now. See you later.